Hey friends, you are listening to the weekly sermon podcast from the Canton United Methodist Church here at Canton, South Dakota. We are a church that strives to make disciples of Jesus Christ who make a difference. My name is Pastor Clay Lundberg, and I had the opportunity this week to spend the weekend in my hometown of Gregory, South Dakota, hunting pheasants with my family. I was honored to have Eric Stearns, our congregation's lay leader, step into the pulpit for me. In this week's message, Eric did some great work on 2 Timothy and helped us think about what an elevator pitch for the gospel could sound like and why sharing our faith is important. And now let's go ahead and give our attention to God's Word and Eric's message. Our, our message comes from 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 14 through chapter 4, verse 5. And I'm reading from the Good News Version this morning in your, in your pew, and that's on page 289 if you want to follow along. But as for you, continue in the truths that you were taught and firmly believe. You know who your teachers were, and you remember that ever since you were a child, you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to give you the wisdom and that, that leads to salvation through the faith in Jesus Christ. All Scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching the truth rebuking error, correcting faults, and giving instruction for right living, so that the person who serves God may be fully qualified and equipped to do every kind of good deed. In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead, and because he is coming to rule as king, I solemnly urge you to preach the message, to insist upon proclaiming it, whether the time is right or not, to convince, reproach, and encourage as you teach with all patience, The time will come when people will not listen to sound doctrine, but will follow their own desires and will collect for themselves more and more teachers who will tell them what they are itching to hear. They will turn away from listening to the truth and give their attention to legends. But you must keep control of yourself in all circumstances, endure suffering, do the work of a preacher of the good news, and perform your whole duty as a servant of God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O God, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. This morning, I want to talk to you about the elevator pitch. The idea of the elevator pitch is that you are in an elevator with a potential business client, and your goal is to convince them that they want what you are selling. The key to an elevator pitch is you have a short duration 60 seconds or less that require you to develop the pitch around the most important things about your business, service, or product. There's no time for fluff or extras. The elevator pitch should answer at least these following questions. Who you are, where you work, who you serve, and why should this person buy into your product? In our reading this morning in chapter 4, verse 3, Paul says to Timothy, For the time is coming when people will not put up with sound doctrine, but having itching ears, they accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own desires. Boy, does that sound like our world today. More and more people prioritize other things above faith in Jesus Christ. To some people, a faith in Jesus isn't necessary because they feel their life is already good enough, or they are just so busy and don't have time for adding another thing. To others, They are afraid of what a faith in Jesus would mean for them and what they would have to give up. And some others, a faith in Jesus is something they have never really heard before and would be completely different than anything they have ever known. 
So what happens when a non-believer or someone on the fence asks us why we are a Christian? How do we respond? Do we respond with fear or confidence? Do we have the guts to tell how we really feel and what our faith really means to us? What do we say in those situations? If you think about it, there's a lot riding on this conversation. You're trying to convince something, someone who prioritizes other things that a faith in Jesus is more valuable. To us, the facts seem obvious, but others may need more convincing. This is where I believe a strong elevator pitch about our faith can come in handy. An elevator pitch about our faith needs to answer a lot of the same questions as an elevator pitch about our business. So let's step through those again and apply them to our faith. Who we are seems pretty obvious. Where we work. This doesn't need to only be our physical location of the church. But here you could talk about the places that you volunteer or the different places where you feel God's presence. Who do you serve? Let's think about that one a little bit. Who do we serve as Christians? Ultimately, the answer to this question needs to be Jesus, right? We show that we are serving Jesus by serving others. Explaining how that works in an elevator pitch can be tough, but is one of the keys to our faith. And I think the most important question, why should this person buy our product? Why should this person follow Jesus? That why question, why do we spend our time worshiping a God that you cannot see? Why do we spend our time in church on Sunday morning when we could be sleeping in? Why do we spend our time helping others when we could be filling our time with things that serve our own interest? This is probably the hardest question to answer, but it has the most potential to impact the others around us. Have a strong why is going to convince others far better than the answer to the other three questions. If we can describe our why with passion and conviction, will have a far greater impact than if we are nonchalant about our why. So think about it. What is your why? Why are you here? The answer to the why question is going to be different for everyone because no two people are the same. No one has the same faith experiences, but if we can share our why with others with passion and it is based in truth, I think you can intrigue people to the point that they want to know more. A 60-second pitch about our faith seems awfully short, and there is so much more to our faith than what can fit into 60 seconds. But the average person's attention span is so short, you probably won't, you probably won't be able to keep that conversation much longer. Think about when you walk into a restaurant. How many couples do you see with both noses in their phones and not interacting with one another? Or how often do you space off when Clay is up here preaching, only to come back into focus and be confused on what he's talking about? And heck, that happens when we are listening to someone we love and respect, preaching on a subject we care about. That's why an elevator, about our elevator pitch about our faith is so important. We need to deliver the high points efficiently to keep the listener intrigued. So what do we say? How do we develop the content of our answer to the questions we have discussed this morning? I think we need to listen to, Paul, to what Paul told Timothy in our passage this morning. I'd like to reread verses 14 through 17 of chapter 3. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it and how from your childhood 
you have known the sacred writings that are able to instruct you for salvation through faith, faith in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, so that everyone who belongs to God may be proficient, equipped for every good work. We can rely on the truth that we already know, just as Paul is telling Timothy this morning. A lot of us have had the opportunity, like Timothy, to know God since we were young. We know about the salvation of our faith in Jesus Christ and what the Bible tells us to be true. When we talk, when we talk to others about our faith, we can share the truth with them that we already know. I think another key to a strong faith elevator pitch is developing a response around the truth that Paul talks about this morning. If our pitch to others is full of flash and not rooted in truth, the people we are trying to reach will eventually fall away. Another resource for us could be to lean on the mentors we have in our lives, just like the example from Scripture this morning. If we were to continue reading in chapter 4 this morning, Paul discusses how, discusses how he has reached the end of his ministry in life. Our passage this morning reads as a mentor delivering his final, his final instructions to his mentee before he passes away. We have the luxury of being a part of a great community of faith with people that we can lean on to help us with our walk and to reach others. Our church motto is that we are a church who strives to make disciples of Jesus Christ who make a difference. I think as a church we do a great job of outreach in trying to reach those who are currently not a follower of Jesus. But I think there is so much more that we can do. I pray that we can all find the strength to have those personal conversations with others and be able to effectively explain why we are a part of this faith community. It won't be easy, and there will be people who just don't want to hear it. Like Paul says to Timothy in chapter 4, verse 5 this morning, As for you, always be sober, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, carry out your ministry fully. Maybe the idea of an elevator pitch doesn't resonate well with you, and you don't think it will be effective in reaching others. But what I do hope is that it gets you to think about how you can reach out to others and make more disciples of Jesus Christ who make a difference. Let us pray. Dear God, often we struggle to reach others outside of our faith. The conversations are hard and we often don't know what to say. Give us the wisdom and knowledge to make an impact on others and to show them how, who you are and why we follow you. May we speak to others about our faith with conviction and show them the love that you have given us. In your name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon from the Canton United Methodist Church. Join us in person or online at 10 o'clock every Sunday morning for worship. And now go in peace and serve the Lord. I want to encourage you after the message to head over to our YouTube channel and click the subscribe button. Over on YouTube, you will find videos of our entire worship service, a video cast of our weekly Cut for Time conversation with Pastor Clay and Eric, songs from our praise band One Way Up, and a bunch of other great things as well. Just search for Canton United Methodist Church. It would mean a lot to have you subscribe.